the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, well, well. Happy Mardi Gras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a Fat Tuesday down in New Orleans. But it's also the day that in which we have the State of the Union address. I wish I was back. I had last night off. Thank you to Brian Maloney for filling in for me last night. I was super excited to come back tonight. And I've gotten emails from you guys and seen the, the messages on social media that you were glad to have me back tonight because you didn't want to have to watch the State of the Union address with Joe Biden. Well, I will tell you all that every year on the State of the Union address, whoever is president, I either watch or I broadcast it. And let me tell you all why. And we will be broadcasting it here, not in its entirety. We will be stopping it along the way to give commentary. I may end up pulling the plug on it a few minutes in. I just feel like this is actually an incredibly, probably the most historic State of the Union address in my lifetime, because I think that that is how how perilous the state of our union is America. Glad to have you guys here with me. Hopefully you'll stick with me and you'll listen to this and, and uh, y'all listen to me every night for my analysis and, and my uh, response uh, to the Democrats anyway. So, um, but if you uh, want to listen to uh, last night's show or any of the other shows, y'all can uh, download my podcast at Spreaker.com or anywhere that you get your podcast. 888-344-1170 if you'd like to call in the show tonight because I know many of you, as much as you can't stand to hear this man's voice and I'm, and I'm with you, I know many of you understand the, the um, I guess, perilous, the how tenuous tenuous the state of our union is. And so we have to be paying attention. We can't bury, we don't have the luxury of not paying attention of what's happening because we need to be, we need to be getting active. We need to know where the, where the left is coming from. And more, more importantly, we need to know exactly how they're spinning the lies as we go and find candidates, support candidates, uh, we need to ask these candidates questions and hold their feet to the fire and get exactly their plan as we're going into the midterm elections. Before I go further and give some pre-State of the Union analysis, i got to bring in my man. It's DJ Potato Skins. Yeah, just because it looks like the midterms are going to be, you know, all going our way does not mean we need to take our foot off the gas. We need to really be paying attention, Andrea. Well, particularly since we know that uh, the media, the state of the media today, the state of the union is weak at best, and the state of our media is completely 100% in the take propagandist. And so they are going to continue to feed out. They're going to prop up whatever lie Biden's going to tell. And so as we go into the midterms, one of the things that is part of our activism and our work to change the direction direction of this country and get our union back, get the right people back in power to restore the strength of our union is to be able to counter the lies that are being told. You must be informed. You must be educated. And when you're talking to family members and people that you know, when you're talking to candidates, you got to be able to, you've got to be able to be armed with the truth and be willing to counter it knowing what their lies are. So as of right now, um, Biden, I, he's uh, come to uh, the podium. He's about to hand. He seems a little confused. Um, but it seems like he is able to hand this, uh, the, his speech over to an unmasked Kamala Harris and an unmasked Nancy Pelosi. Masks have now been declared magically. It's like abracadabra. 
I want to reach out and take your mask off. Suddenly, the CDC has changed its rules. Suddenly, they have magically changed their risk analysis, which uh, formula that they use. They did this Friday in anticipation of tonight's speech. And suddenly we have gone magically. They changed their their formula. And now we've gone from a nation that was at 90 percent high risk to now below 30 percent high risk. How convenient, isn't it? Skins. Hey, as long as it fits their narrative, that's all that matters. Right, because I think m- many of us, and he's about to speak, and I'm going to start listening for as long as I can uh, tolerate, uh, but but clearly we can see the play before our eyes, that he's going to declare that they're able to ease up on these mandates. Now, of course, operative word ease, because they don't intend for us to ever have our freedoms back, but you're supposed to be grateful today that they're going to be easing up on the mask mandates um, because Ky- uh, because Biden has cured covid He solved this problem for America. And so this is all about optics. It's all about optics. He had nothing that he could claim success for in this country. So he's going to claim successes that he doesn't have. So I think we're going to start. He's starting a speech. So we're going to take you there. And then uh, when we feel like there's something that we need to respond to, we will. We're finally together again. Tonight... Tonight, we meet as Democrats, Republicans, and Independents, but most importantly, as Americans, with the duty to one another, to America, to the American people, to the Constitution, and an unwavering resolve that freedom will always triumph over tyranny. Thank you. Six days ago, Russia's Vladimir Putin sought to shake the very foundations of the free world, thinking he could make it bend to his menacing ways. But he badly miscalculated. He thought he could roll into Ukraine and the world would roll over. Instead, he met with a wall of strength he never anticipated or imagined. He met the Ukrainian people. to immediately chime in here. Why is the president of the United States giving a State of the Union address talking about Ukraine and Russia? This is supposed to be about the state of our union, okay? We're supposed to be about, first and foremost, regardless of what's happening around the world that might have geopolitical and foreign policy consequences, we are supposed to be putting the American people as most important in our minds, and we are suffering right now as the State of the Union is dismal. And in this struggle, President Zelensky said in his speech to the European Parliament, Light will win over darkness. The Ukrainian ambassador to the United States is here tonight, sitting with the First Lady. Let each of us, if you're able to stand, stand. stand. Again, I got to pop in here. Um, light will triumph over darkness. Uh, when, when you're having to go across the country and tout success from another president because you don't have any enough of your own, you, you know, you, you, you should not even be at the microphone tonight. Freedom uh, will triumph over tyranny. We've got tyranny that has far taken root over here in this country. And we need freedom back in this country. And he's done this and he's pushed this in Russia and Ukraine because he wants to be, be deflecting and have everybody looking over there instead of looking at how tyranny has taken root in this country and how he has destroyed it. Yes. We, the United States of America, stand with the Ukrainian people 
Throughout our history, we've learned this lesson. When dictators do not pay a price for their aggression, they cause more chaos. They keep moving. And the cost, the threats to the America and America to the world keeps rising. That's why the NATO alliance was created, to secure peace and stability in Europe after World War II. The United States is a member, along with 29 other nations. It matters. American diplomacy matters. American resolve matters. Putin's latest attack on Ukraine was premeditated and totally unprovoked. He rejected repeated, repeated efforts at diplomacy. He thought the West and NATO wouldn't respond. He thought he could divide us at home. All right, I got to interject here. Um, he's talking about uh, dictators that don't pay a price for their tyranny. Uh, it just grows. And, it, and it's, it, 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 is that not what has been going on in this country? The dictators at every level of this government, whether it's in the CDC, whether it's been in governors, this is, he's describing what's going on in this country under COVID, right? And he's talking about um, Putin's attack was premeditated and unprovoked and they did everything they could. No, it, not, it, it was uh, premeditated and it was paid for by the Biden administration who funded it by funding Putin's energy. Advance what we knew Putin was planning and precisely how we would try to falsify and justify his aggression. We countered Russia's lies with the truth. And now, now that he's acted, the three free world is holding him accountable, along with 27 members of the European Union, including France, Germany, Italy, as well as countries like the United Kingdom, Canada, Japan, Korea, Australia, New Zealand, and many others, even Switzerland, are inflicting pain on Russia and supporting the people of Ukraine. Putin is now isolated from the world more than he has ever been. Together, together, I believe Jen Psaki was asked a question today, and this was the question. And if Joe Biden really wanted to lower gas prices, he could do it with a stroke of his pen. The same day he shut down the Keystone Pipeline and ended oil and gas leases was the same day he made all of us dependent on Russia. This was pre- not only was Putin's actions premeditated, but Biden's aid and aiding and abetting of, of Putin was premeditated. We're choking Russia's access. We're choking Russia's access to technology that will sap its economic strength and weaken its military for years to come. Tonight, I say to the Russian oligarchs and the corrupt leaders who built billions of dollars off this violent regime, no more. The United States. I mean it. He means it. The United States. Department of Justice is assembling a dedicated task force to go after the crimes of the Russian oligarchs. We're joining with European allies to find and seize their yachts, their luxury apartments, their private jets. We're coming for your ill-begotten gains. And tonight, I'm announcing that we will join our allies in closing off American airspace to all Russian flights, further isolating Russia and adding additional squeeze on their economy. 
this is such a cynical play to try to distract from the complete destruction that this man and his party have waged on this country. And it really makes me angry. He funded, he encouraged, and he enabled the destruction that's going on in Ukraine right now. And anybody who dies has some blood in their hands brought to them by Joe Biden, who's now trying to claim acting like he's some big you know, wartime, you know, uh, president, the leader of the free world. When he's led nothing but destruction. I'm disgusted. Anything you want to add, Skins, before we go back? A complete distraction. Yeah, yeah. How many minutes are we into this speech, Andrea? And nothing about what is going on here at home. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, I could joke. I could quip because the GOP put out a really funny Biden bingo card. Um, but this just isn't funny to me. When people are people are, are, are it's tragic and scary. Yeah. I mean, look at the despicable display of blue and, and, and yellow flags. I said this before, you know, this is supposed to rally the American patriotic spirit, hearkening the days of George W. Bush. Those who tore down these tero, here, ter, ter, towers will hear from all of us soon. You're not going to get this from me. Do I think that NATO and, you know, allies should be trying to stop Putin? Absolutely. But this is not America's fight. And if it was America's fight and we did need to stop it, the day the, the day that Biden took office was the day that it started. And this guy's acting like he's some kind of hero to stop it. Do you think the American people uh, see through this, Skins? From what I have witnessed and the people I talk to, uh, unfortunately, I don't think that, that they do. Uh, well, there's an, uh, a, a WAPO ABC poll out. Uh, this is from the Washington Post, who says that they find a deeply pessimistic, na- pessimistic nation worried about the economy and Biden's leadership. And the majority of them, I'll get into some of the details, details a little bit later. But when it came to this, um, Russia and Ukraine, um, the, I think at the majority of them said that so far the invasion hadn't happened yet, but it's so far they, um, didn't approve of his handling of the situation here. Good. The Russian good to Ukraine. hear. Yeah. All right, let's listen to a little bit more before we take a break. energy they have. They've known 30 years of independence, have repeatedly shown that they will not tolerate anyone who tries to take their country backwards. To all Americans, I'll be honest with you, as I always promised I would be, a Russian dictator of fa- invading a foreign country has cost around the world. And I'm taking robust action to make sure the pain of our sanctions is targeted at Russian economy and that we use every tool at our disposal to protect American businesses and consumers. Tonight, I can announce the United States has worked with 30 other countries to release 60 million barrels of oil from reserves around the world. America will lead that effort. Releasing 30 million barrels of oil. All right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we don't need to tap into the rest of the country, the rest of the world's oil reserves. Okay, we're up to almost at, I think, close to or expected to possibly get to $150 for a barrel of oil. That is only happening as a result of Biden's uh, and, and the Democrat parties. I've already talked about the energy policy, right? And he's expected tonight that he's going to shift gears and start pushing this climate change crap, right? If he gave a crap about you, America, he would 
would have our, he would have come out and said, you know what? It was a mistake to pull the Keystone pipeline. We're going to reopen it. We, it is time to absolutely reopen it. We have gone from being energy dependent to being now dependent on energy from Putin. And this must stop the fact that he's trying to pull the wool over your eyes. And I hope that you're not dumb enough to believe it. We're going to take a break. We come back. I think I, I don't know how much more I'm going to listen to the speech. I will get to, into a little bit more of these WAPO and ABC uh, polling numbers because I think that tells the true story of the State of the Union. The Andrea K. Show, strictly adhering to and preserving our First Amendment. Follow Andrea on OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K. telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show, on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrew Kisher. I'm not sure I can stand uh, rejoining the uh, State this of the Union. Rough. It's just, it's uh, the, it makes me incredibly angry um, about the extent of the lies going on there. Uh, during the break, he started uh, touting his economic, uh, his economic accomplishments, the, uh, the uh, Restore America Act or whatever. Um, here's the thing. And, and here's, here's what's helpful to us, who us um, Americans, because the, we all know, who was it who said many years ago, um, I think it might have been Ronald Reagan, ask yourself this question, are you better off now than you were four years ago? See, the, this is this is what Biden, this is what the Democrats are not going to be able to get around. He can stand up there and lie and say that he's created six and a half million jobs. There were not six and a half million new jobs created in this country. There's six million jobs that went back, started back up after they had been shut down and shouldn't have been. When you look at a Washington Post poll with these kind of numbers I'm about to get into you, he can stand up there and lie and he can try to get people all teary eyed over the people of Ukraine. He can talk about his America Rescue Act, but here's the reality. 75% of Americans rate the economy negatively. You think about that. 75%. That's huge, Andrea. This, this, uh, this is according to Washington Post, which is a, a, a left-leaning outfit. That represents the worst polling since 2013. In all, 39% say the economy is in poor shape, and that is the highest number since 2012. So you cannot, when the American people are going and can't afford to fill up their gas tank, when the American people can't afford to feed their kids, right? When the American people as, as inflation is hitting them all across the board, when businesses, you know, still we've got shorting staffages, staffing shortages everywhere. You can try to pull the wool over people's eyes, but when they're looking, when they're retirees and looking and seeing their, their stock portfolios and they're on fixed income and they're, they're not able to make it right now. And then they look and see that given what the actions that he's taken with, with Russia, with uh, the energy sector here and what it's done to this country. And now with Russia, Ukraine, how it's made the markets shaky. And now people are looking at even because even seniors have money in, in money market accounts and in, and in the stock market and they're looking at the market tanking. The ruble isn't the only thing that's taken a hit. And so he's up there in the State of the Union address telling people, you know, when when we've got to defend democracy, defend democracy, it's, you know, it's going to cost us all. This is a cost that we didn't have to bear. And this is a cost that's entirely intentional because what they wanted to do, this goes back to when Barack Obama said that the price of gas will have to go unnecessarily high to move people into green energy. And that's what this is about. I guess he's I guess he's continuing on now to talk about infrastructure. Um, But, you know, let's let's talk a little bit about covid. 
Let's talk about the truth about COVID, because what they're trying to do today, they use this new risk formula saying that we're now because we're now we were at 90 percent in one day where we were at 90 percent of the country being high risk. And therefore, we had to we had to continue all these mask mandates and shot mandates and this and this and this. And then in one day, they changed the formula. And now less than 30 percent of this country is at high risk. Well, why didn't they? Why weren't they? Why weren't they changing that formula two weeks ago, two months ago, six months ago? Exactly. Nothing's changed and nothing will change. This was about they wanted they did not want you to look up there and see the symbol of pandemic. It's kind of been a double edged sword for them. They got people to buy into the masks as actually being something that worked right, even though they don't. And so in order to claim success here, they had to get rid of the masks. Right. But they also had to have a have to have to continue to have a tether on your freedoms so that what they're doing is they're easing restrictions, not getting away, away with restrictions. Let's go through a couple of them. While Congress now has it being mask optional, they're still not removing the federal mandates anywhere. They're not removing the federal shot mandates on workers, nor are they willing to say that they're going to remove the mask mandates on planes and transits, which are scheduled to come up at 318. So why would there be a different level of a federal mask or shot mandate going on in the halls of Congress than there is on an airplane? You're supposed to be sitting here today being so grateful to the Biden administration or any Democrat who's easing on the mandates. If you're happy today or if you're feeling relief today, as many people are talking about, then you've already bought into the notion that government has a right to take your rights away from you on a whim. And let me tell you, the plan remains for them to continue to force you to get shots and have it be under and have that be documented under a digital system called the passport. There are 21 states right now. They had said that there was not going to be an international shot passport. Uh, but they've been working on it. They've been and it, they've been working on the national standard. Clever wordage, right? Instead of it being a federal, of course. And now they they yeah. can it's something else, Andrea. Right. Instead of it being a federal digital vaccine pass, it's now being called a national standard, right? Because because that that makes it seem less tyranny and just more about it, you know. And they're telling you you've got access to it, not telling you it's going to be forced on you. 21 states and the District of Columbia and Puerto Rico are using the Smart Health Card, which is a verifiable digital proof of vaccination developed through the Vaccine Credential Initiative, a global coalition of public and private stakeholders, including Microsoft, Salesforce, Oracle, the Mayo Clinic and other health and tech heavyweights. And soon there will be four more states that will be rolling it out. So what's going on here? Is this is what this is. We are about to have a national. We have a national situation, which is similar to what Gavin Newsom talked about when he said that the states like on a dimmer switch and they get to move it up and down at will. There is no state right now in this country, nor are we in a state. Our state of the union is not free. Our state of the union is not free and not strong. And when we and when we, well, when we don't have freedom, when we do not have the state of the United States of America being solidly based in one of freedom, then our state of the union is not only weak, but it's close to being so fragile. So the fabric of this nation so shredded that we're literally hanging by a thread. I thought it was disturbing today to see this a woman from Ukraine who everybody touted, member of parliament. She had gotten herself an AK-47 and she pledged to stay and fight for her country. I was disturbed when I saw a video of her talking on a news outlet, I think it was Newsmax, in which she stated that they are fighting 
for the new world order of democratic states. I did not hear that one. Wow. Now, a family member of mine said, I don't think she knows what she's saying. Oh, I do. I do. Let's not forget that Ukraine, we, we, we were never going to see the, the Soviet Union break apart and suddenly be all these wonderful um, free market capitalist, um, clean, non-corrupt governments, right? And Ukraine was one of the most corrupt in the Eastern Bloc. And that's why they even had their own prosecutor there trying to route it out, working with the U.S. government. And he was getting lots of uh, praise from the U.S. government and from the State Department in terms of what they were doing to rat out corruption until they were g- getting close to the Biden, to the Biden crime family, including Hunter Biden. Right. So um, I don't I don't have any reason to think that every member of parliament over there wants a replication of what the United States used to be based on. Why would they not there? Why would they not want to join with the European Union? Why would they not want to join in this new world order, this globalist situation? Why would they not? It's better for them, right? It's better for those in power to be a part of an elitist system with them versus the peasants. Now he's talking about businesses in the pandemic. And of course, they're, they're claiming that they've uh, created six and a half million jobs, which is just a flat out lie. If that were true, why would 75% of the American people be saying that uh, the, let's see, how did they state it? Yeah, congratulations, Mr. President. Some yeah. of the people actually got their jobs back. Right. Uh, 75% of Americans rate the economy as uh, negatively. Um, six in 10 Americans say inflation has caused hardships for themselves or members of their household with three in 10 saying those hardships have been serious among those with incomes below $50,000. Um, uh, 43% say they have suffered serious heart. Uh, oh, it's 43% say they've even suffered even greater than serious hardship. It, that's the wording here in this. Well, it's Washington post. They're probably struggling to type out that it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> so their wordage isn't good. Um, so, you know, if the, he had created six and a half million new jobs, well, you wouldn't have this high percentage of people struggling in this country. It would be and, flipped. And, yeah, it would be absolutely flipped. Um, and because of this, what they're saying for the midterms is that. Let's see. I want to make sure I get it right. It's flipped. In 2018, um, it, it, what they're saying now when it comes to the House races, 49% say they would support a Republican candidate, while 42% say they would vote for the Democrat candidate. That's flipped. In 2018, when they took control of the House, the Democrats had a seven-point swing. So for Washington Post to put this out there, it's probably even worse than that because, you know, they're polling. They are always are heavily weighted Democrat. All right, so we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to listen to what's going on during the break, and we're uh, on the State of the Union to decide whether or not we're going to play any clips for it. Um, you can give us a call. You watching it? How would you do? You know what? I, I'm curious to hear from you guys on how you would describe the state of our union. 888-344-1170.
Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Facebook at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. Andrea K, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrew K. Show. Skins and I were just checking our bingo card, the Biden bingo card during the break. Okay. Um, Biden clears his throat. You had three times in two minutes on that one. Okay. Um, Biden squints at at the camera. We had that the entire time. Entire entire hour. Yeah. It's it's a full squint. It's like he's, it's like he thinks he's, you know, uh, was it the good, the bad, and the ugly when Clint Eastwood squinted the entire time? And his folks on the bingo card, because that's come out like a hundred times. Right. Now, um, Democrats coordinate outfits. I haven't seen any coordination except the fact that they all coordinated to try to now go, gee, COVID's been solved. Um, somebody pointed out on Twitter, I was just checking to see responses from people saying, yeah, the media is going to all be pretending as he's bragging that he solved COVID, that he was the one that went to the American people and said, there is no federal solution. I'm old enough to remember that. Let's see what else might be on the bingo card. Um, get, Biden gives Kamala credit for doing nothing. Has he given her any credit? No, but she, she sure is standing up and clapping a lot, even when Pelosi is sitting down. Absolutely. Um, Biden mumbles. Um, I, I don't know. Um, uh, you know, I think he for, for the two seconds I, I could stand listening. Um, I, I'm not sure that he Biden loses his train of thought. I don't know. I haven't really been listening. To, um, oh, this will be interesting. Biden tells an irrelevant story about his about his life. <laughs> I don't know yet. I'm not sure how much more I'm going to continue. I'm not sure. Well, you know, if Elizabeth Warren is standing, I'm definitely not sure. Should we dip, <laughs> it's do you probably wanna, not sh- worth listening to. Should we dip back in just for a minute? Oh, let's check it out for grins. Congresswoman, we come from the land of corporate America. There are more corporations incorporated in America than every other state in America combined. And I still won 36 years in a row. The point is, even they understand they should pay just a fair share. Last year, 55 of the Fortune 500 companies earned $40 billion in profit and paid zero in federal taxes. Now look, it's not fair. That's why I proposed the 15% minimum tax rate for corporations. Wow. Okay. That will absolutely, you want to, you, we're already hanging by a thread. You want to kill us off? You impose a 15% tax. Do, do, do the American, uh, Skins, I got to ask you this. Are the American people this dumb? Do they not realize that in four years under, uh, under Donald Trump, we had low taxation and low regulation. And what did we have? Greatest we had economy in the, the world. Greatest economy, greatest economic revival in the world. Ever. Trump policy good, Biden policy bad. I mean, are they, are, do, the, do you think the American people are dumb enough to, to buy into this? I, see, I don't think so. And I think that's what those poll numbers show. They show it because the, the American family is barely hanging on right now across the board. Right. And the American family doesn't really care about whether or not some, you know, corporation is what, what as long as their lives are made better. Do you think it's going to help somebody right now who can't fill up their gas tank to find out whether or not some other corporation gave another, you know, $100,000 to this to this administration that's where no, they're still not going to have the 150 dollars they need to fill up right but this is classic um this is classic marxist you know demagoguery you know oh, corporations you know corporations evil let's hear what he's having to say about inflation undermine the watchdogs the job of those to keep pandemic relief funds being wasted remember we had those debates 
about whether or not those watchdogs should be able to see every day how much money was being spent, where was it going to the right place. But in my administration, the watchdogs are back. And we're going to go after the criminals who stole billions of relief money meant for small business and millions of Americans. Tonight, I'm announcing that the Justice Department will soon name a chief prosecutor for pandemic fraud. Look, you know what? I don't want to hear a word from this crack pipe pushing corrupt I can't even say what I want to say, who flew around on a jet for eight years as the vice president, using the office of the vice presidency, spending how many millions of dollars in the course of doing that to line the pockets of his family, including his crackhead kid. I am not. I want a prosecutor who's going to actually route out every one of him and the rest of the cronies in D.C., and I don't even care if they're Republicans, who were using their offices to commit crimes against this country. Because what Hunter Biden did, actually, in the course of this, it wasn't even just about lining his pockets with deals like Burisma. We're talking about crimes that were hidden and covered up that were revealed on his laptop, Right. The Amer- and the American people care about this issue. When they chanted, lock her up, they meant it. And it wasn't just about Hillary Clinton. I don't know one American out there, one conservative, one person from MAGA, 75 million that included Democrats as well as independents. They cared about the fact that there were two sets of laws. And what he's trying to do now is trying to come up with some boogeyman, the, the evil people who tapped into the pandemic relief fund in order to, again, deflect away from the corruption and the crime going on in the United deflection. States government. It's all 100%. I don't know one person who's sitting back going, gee, you know, I, I hope they got somebody who's going to go after somebody who, you know, got some pandemic relief money. Is, is, Says have, no middle-class American ever. Right. You look at polling in this country and the top issues for the voters, and I don't know one person who's concerned about that, except for the fact that maybe you've got Gavin Newsom, who's plump Jack Winery, took money. But does anybody American out there actually believe that it's Gavin Newsom who's going to be prosecuted because he took some pandemic relief? I don't think so. Let me check my Biden bingo card. Hmm. About inflation. Biden lies about inflation. There it is. Did you have money on the lie about inflation? Yeah. He had to mention it. He had to mention it. He had to go there. Um, He's taught now he's going back into the classic Marxist, you know, warfare of got to give workers a fair shot. You know, this is just your typical, um, you know, non-factual trying to stoke the flames of uh, envy and greed, you know, workers unite. Well, if they gave a crap about workers, they would care about the truckers that are on their way there. The heart, some of the hardest working people in this country, but they don't. In fact, the WAPO who put out this poll was the same media outlet that was calling up people that had donated to the truckers up in Canada and wanting them doxxed. Before we take a break, we're going to quickly go to the phones. I think uh, Francesca's on the line and she's got some comments she wants to make. Welcome to the Andrea K Show, Fran- or welcome back to the Andrea K Show, Francesca. Thank you. You know, I want to make uh, three points very brief. One is uh, about Russia war is the dead, the, the, the old king, Viva, the new king, that old king is Russia, the new king is China. And they have to punish Russia because if you follow the new world order, the uh, Paris Accord, they said that they were going to punish every country that 
did not, you know, agree with them. And Putin has not agreed with a lot, you know, being confronting. So, but then they, 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 they put us in and because we don't listen, you know, they, they, we fight a fight that is not even ours. Yeah. The second one is that the, um, the Epoch Times is reporting that the uh, kids are out for the PCR test are being poisoned. So be aware of and um, that, that do not use a test. There is no need to do the PCR test like uh, 24 hours because George, uh, um, uh, this guy collects the money, Soros collects the money for every PCR test that we, we take. Mm-hmm. And the third one is uh, we, we are citizens and uh, we need to take actions. There is no more like expecting somebody else Andrea is going to save us. Therefore, she has to do everything. Every single citizen, I them for every child, every children. We need to protect them because if we create this beast, every adult creates this beast. Every adult has to protect the ch- children. We have to ask questions. We we cannot let it go any any more minutes. We have to be in action. No more narratives because I'm sick of narratives since Obama. Yes, you're absolutely right. I think your three points with that this uh, in, in general, this was not our fight. And um, in part ways, they're going and, and, and partly they're going against Putin because he's not necessarily going along with their new world order. And that could that explains what that comment was made by that uh, that woman who was the members of parliament that uh, they were fighting for the new world order. So I think you're right about that. You're absolutely right about the the PCR test, uh, as well as uh, we've got another report out um, that, uh, that that the CDC themselves is admitting that the the shots don't work uh, at best case protect children at 12 percent and only for a limited time period they're using children as guinea pigs and it's all about ultimately trying to force the mindset of of uh, these vaccine passports it's about control and i think your final point was is absolutely true we cannot be sitting back and expecting everybody else to do the to, to do the hard work and do the actions. If you can see, if you understand what this U.S. government's about, the lies that are being told tonight, particularly when it comes to Russia, Ukraine, COVID, the economy, et cetera. If you understand the truth, then we you got to do something about it. You got to be willing to do your part to change this country. Because if we don't not only take back control of the House and Congress and then the White House in 2024, the State of the Union will be dead. Thank you for calling, Francesca. I appreciate you. Thank you. Okay. Um, Biden just said some pretty, oh gosh, uh, on, on COVID-19, Andrea, we will never just accept living with COVID-19. What, what, is the, what do you mean just never accept living? So continuing that, to combat it, continuing to vaccinate there more you have Americans. It. There you have not it. stopping. There you have it. This, that is exactly, that is verification of what I said earlier, which is the too many people going, oh, yay, no more mask mandates. Well, first of all, easing is not the same as lifting. And the play is long term. If you look at why uh, the masks being lifted come with strings. You you either if you go want to go into Congress tonight without a mask, you got to get tested. Thomas Massey said, "I'm not submitting to a test. I won't be there tonight." Or you cannot you can go without a mask if you've gotten vaccinated in some places. There they are announcing, I think, a complete lifting of mask mandates on children here in the state of California in schools. However, that was the state. However, two of our school districts here in San Diego County say that they will be continuing to impose the masks on children. We are not a free nation.
This COVID gave them the perfect opportunity to seize control of our lives, our bodies, our businesses. And they've got us on a dimmer switch, like Gavin Newsom said, pulling uh, pulling and releasing our freedoms all along the way. And too many Americans, Biden, even so-called conservatives, bought in early on that because they, you know, the, the number of deaths that were projected, that it was okay for the government to take our freedoms away from us. And now what Biden is saying is that they're here to stay. I'm going to take a break. We'll be back. We may or may not jump jump back in. We may just continue to share our thoughts and you can share yours. 888-344-1170. Bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Andrea K show. Connect with the show at ourfreenation.org. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on the Answer San Diego. <laughs> There was a moment during the speech when Schumer, Chuck Schumer, gets up to clap, and then he's like, oh, oh wait, no, p- premature. Nobody's clapping. And then he sits down and he jumps back up. People are just, 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 people are having a really good time on Twitter pointing out the just ridiculousness here. Crazy but, stuff during the break. Um, but really, um, I think the headline here is uh, deflection and distraction, trying to use Ukraine to try to, uh, it, it, you know, I think psychiatrists call it trauma bonds. Um, between an abuser and their victims. And so there's a lot of trauma bonding that uh, Joe Biden is attempting to do with the voters tonight. And I predict that it doesn't work over Ukraine. Um, I don't think he's mentioned the U.S. border yet, has he? Not once. Hey, um, you know, really, you, you, you care about, you know, um, borders, but yet, uh, in fact, I think there, there's, I don't know how many National Guard actually got called up to protect the Capitol tonight, but there was reports last week it was going to be 800 to protect the Capitol in case we got another January 6th. Ain't none of them down at the southern border where we've got, uh, we, there is enough fentanyl that has come over the border, I think, in the last year to kill 200, over 200 million Americans. And this man's up there talking about taking care of this country, protecting this country. You believe in that? Oh, now he's talking about getting rid of guns. Yeah, exactly. We got an invasion at the southern border, and this man wants to take your guns. If there's one thing that you should be taking away from Ukraine right now, it's it's the ability to defend yourself against an overreaching government, whether it's somebody else coming across your borders, like those coming across in this, our southern border, drug cartels, Islamic terrorists, or whether or not it's your own government coming after you. You ain't never getting my guns, man. But you know what, if they got us all, if they got everybody injected with something that weakens your immune system, the CDC, he's pushing these vaccines and he's even using language that says these diseases, not just COVID, not just COVID, which he referred to as a disease, which is not a disease, by the way, it is a virus. This government never had the ability to protect you from getting a virus. It was always your job as an American. We knew then at the beginning, and we know now, we've known every step of the way, this is primarily about a a virus that affects primarily the elderly and those with comorbidity. And they knew it from the jump. I don't see Fauci in the audience. I find it interesting that Biden doesn't have him front and center like Trump did. The play is clear when it comes to COVID. They, they, this is about conditioning you. They can make you wear the mask, then they can take it back. Then they can put it back on you. Let me just remind you what he just said moments ago. We will not stop regarding vaccination. That's what he said. Remember my earlier report, 21 states and more counting are all jumping on board with the smart plan. And he bragged on there. 70 something million Americans can take those masks off because they got the shot. Right. So so the pressure will be on in the workplace and public everywhere, everywhere. 
that's what's coming. Um, let's see. Now he's talking uh, Supreme Court, and we'll. I, I doubt you know he's gonna he's gonna get into their plan, which they would love to do, which they're they're not going to get accomplished in, in this term of Congress. Which what they really wanted was court packing. What I found disturbing today was hearing reports that this Kamanji woman that he's nominated is on record for saying that uh, the the sentences that have been handed out for sexual assault. Uh, criminals have been excessive so that should give you that should give you an idea that not that scotus tends to hear too many cases that have to do with crime and crime waves across the country but um they probably will be hearing some second amendment cases and when you've got somebody like that whose sympathies are to the victims i mean to uh to the criminals and not the victims something uh, else you and i have said andrea i don't think they need to pack the court uh, well, uh, you know, so far they haven't needed it because they've had Kavanaugh on top of John Roberts, right? Um, we'll see. I don't know that right now replacing far left. Oh, now he's talking about securing our border and fixing. Let's let's amp this up a little bit. See if we hear. And as you might guess, I think we can do both. At our border, we've installed new technology like cutting edge scanners to better detect drug smuggling. We've set up joint patrols with Mexico and Guatemala to catch more human traffickers. We're putting in place dedicated immigration judges in a significant larger number so families fleeing persecution and violence can have their cases heard faster and those who don't legitimately hear can be sent back. We're screening, we're securing commitments and supporting partners in South and Central America to host. Yeah, I, I can't listen to that. First of all, that is one of um, one of Biden mumbles. And um, uh, where was the other one? How close are we to bingo? Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty, pretty getting pretty close to blackout bingo. Um, but this is absolute flat out lies. Text. I don't even have time to get into it. We've already talked about the border. We've got an invasion down there, and they're doing everything that they can to encourage. They're, they're meeting Islamic terrorists and cartel members with welcome packets and airline tickets. Pay attention, the, Americans. The state of our nation is weak. We know that you're strong, and we're going to fight this going into the midterms. Peace out. Love you all. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.